Home Slice Audio. From the Home Slice News Center, this is the Daily Slice for Friday, October 21st, 2022. I'm D. Ray Knight. This is what's going on. The RCPD was busy with two separate incidents Wednesday night. One was a stabbing on Curtis Street where police say they located an injured male and began rendering emergency first aid. A medical unit arrived and transported the male to the hospital for the treatment of serious life-threatening injuries. Police spoke to witnesses on the scene and learned the stabbing was likely a result of a fight between two groups of juveniles that was arranged through social media. A second call was a shooting on Lindbergh Avenue. On arrival, police officers located the injured male and escorted him to the entrance of the trailer park so he could be treated by medical unit. The injured male was transported to the hospital for treatment of serious, non-life-threatening injuries to the lower portion of his body. While speaking to witnesses, police learned the male had been shot by an individual in a nearby residence. Police formed a perimeter around the residence and called out two adult males who were inside. Both were detained and transported to the public safety building to be interviewed. Now following those interviews, police placed 26-year-old James Patterson Jr. of Rapid City under arrest for aggravated assault, and he was transported to the Pennington County Jail. A man arrested for a fatal hit-and-run made his first court appearance. Amy Rose has the story. The Rapid City man arrested in connection with a fatal hit and run early Friday morning has made his initial court appearance. 27-year-old Jordan Hare of Rapid City is charged with felony hit and run resulting in death or injury. Prosecutors say Hare was driving a pickup truck that fatally hit 14-year-old Nevaeh Braveheart and failed to stop after the incident. During his first appearance, it was revealed that he had allegedly washed and cleaned the vehicle to allegedly try and hide evidence. Bond was set at $10,000 cash. Rapid City, Ellsworth Air Force Base, and the world will get their first look at the B-21 Raider stealth bomber on December 2nd. Northrop Grumman confirmed the exact date of the reveal on Thursday. Ellsworth Air Force Base's 28th Bomb Wing will house both the training squadron and the first operational squadron. Senator Mike Brown says the B-21 Raider will play a crucial role in the defense of our nation and have a major impact on the Rapid City area for the next 50 years. In national and international news, here's the latest on the war in Ukraine. Russian and Ukrainian troops appear to be preparing for a major battle over the strategic southern industrial port city of Kherson. Fighting and evacuations were reported in the region as Moscow tried to pound the invaded country into submission with more missile and drone attacks on critical infrastructure. Russian President Vladimir Putin declared martial law in the Kherson, Luhansk, Donetsk, and Zaporozhizhia regions on Wednesday in an attempt to assert Russian authority in the annexed areas as he faced battlefield setbacks, a troubled troop mobilization, and increasing domestic and international criticism and sanctions. Ukrainian forces mounted 15 attacks on Russian military strongholds in Kherson. Social media is getting ready for the midterm elections. Amy Rose has the details. Social media platforms like Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter say they're taking steps to prevent the spread of misinformation about voting and elections ahead of next month's midterms. Yet a look at some of the most popular platforms shows baseless claims about election fraud continue to flourish. Misleading claims about the 2020 election, mail ballots, or vote counting have been linked to greater polarization and diminished confidence in American democracy. Misinformation researchers say the platforms must do more to promote trustworthy sources of information while reducing the spread of misleading and baseless claims about the upcoming elections. A federal judge has dismissed an effort by six Republican-led states to block the Biden administration's plan to forgive student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans. 
U.S. District Judge Henry Autry in St. Louis wrote on Thursday that because the six states failed to establish that they had standing in the case, quote, the court lacks jurisdiction to hear this case. Suzanne Gage, spokeswoman for the Nebraska Attorney General Doug Peterson, says that the states will appeal. The other states involved are Missouri, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, and South Carolina. Your weather forecast from the Home Slice Weather Center. Mostly sunny today with a high of 75. Low tonight, 47. Saturday, nice and 75. Sunday is going to be much cooler and windy with a high of 55. And that was your Daily Slice for Friday, October 21st, 2022. The Daily Slice is a production of Home Slice Media Group, hosted by D. Ray Knight with Amy Rose. Executive producer Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. I'm D. Ray Knight. Have a great day.